This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. 404 DGS. <laughs> just, I, I'm just thinking about, so I have developed this weird problem taking pills. Take it, I've taken pills my whole life. But probably, bleh, I think it was last winter. I was by myself. I took a couple of liquid gel Advils, and somehow they got stuck like in my brain. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't. I swear to God, I didn't know this space was existed in my head. It was just there, and I'm like, you know, by mm-hmm. myself, and I'm really, really choking, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, they're liquid gels. They're going to dissolve, and then I'm like, well, how long does it take? 30 seconds, 30 minutes, like I don't have 30 minutes and I'm panicking and I'm, you know, kind of terrible. And since then, and I take pills every day because I have like my high cholesterol pills, I take Mm -hmm. vitamins, but every time I do, it's like I have to psych myself up, like put them in my mouth, take a drink or whatever. I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. This is the time right now. Here we go. Just so stupid. (laughs) I just, and it's totally mental, obviously, but it just things get in your head, you know? And it took me back uh, to when I really had to learn to take pills. And my dad was not a patient man. And I remember just, it, it was awful. In the kitchen, same kitchen my mom has right now. And just, he was so mad that I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember at one point uh. coughing and the pill sliding across the floor. And I'm just like, I'm just going to. I'm just going to live in the wheat field. <laughs> I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> and then I'm sure that I overcorrected with my kids. And I would have been like, it's okay, sweetie. It's all right. You're the best at taking pills. I, I You know? <laughs> I just don't. I remember my parents, like, I think the way they convinced me was they stopped buying the baby medicine. Mm-hmm. Or at least they said they did. <laughs> and they started like crushing up the regular aspirin mm-hmm. and then they'd put it like my mom would put it in a little spoon with some sugar and water and it still tasted horrible. It was like, ugh, it was like eating chalk, whatever it was. It was horrible. So then I was like, I'll just give me it. I'm going to swallow it because I don't want to taste that anymore. The, when I started taking them, I've told the story so many times, but not recently where I just had OCD terribly and I had terrible nervous tics. And one of them was shaking my head. I would just shake my head and I'd grimace my face. And they took me to the doctor. And this would have been like 1974. So it wasn't very enlightened, you know, in, in Wood, <laughs> just in Wood River. And uh, 
so they put me on. I found out later because a girlfriend of mine worked at the doctor's office where I went when I was like 22 years old. And I don't know if she was supposed to do this, but after hours one day she showed me my file. Oh. And she was like, why were you on these super crazy like Xanax or something back when you were 10 years old? I'm like, I don't know. I'm shaking my head all the time. And uh, that was the summer of love. Like I was stoned the entire <laughs> summer. Dave's 10 rolling around I tripping. Was, I was wide. <laughs> and uh, same summer, I was racing my dad next door to take the paper to Lester Opal. And it was nighttime, and I hit an uneven part in the driveway, and it made my big toenail come off. <laughs> Went back to the same doctor. And he gave me like a tetanus shot or something. He's like, get him some, some open-toed shoes. Get him some sandals. It'll be fine. And uh, mom and dad took me to the Centurion store and found me these sandals that laced up to my knees. Nice! So the same oh, yeah. summer, I'm walking around like an apostle, <laughs> completely <laughs> zoned out on Xanax. Mm-hmm. You should have written the book of Dave. Like, I couldn't, I, honestly, like, my friends kind of knew what was going on. Like, they could see me shaking my head and making, you know, funny puppet voices and spinning around three times each way. And uh, they're cool about it, but I couldn't play sports. I just walked around. That summer you couldn't? No. I just walked around like Kung Fu or something. <laughs> <laughs> like David Carey. Just having, just having wandering adventures. the world. <laughs> just wandering the world. <laughs> well, Andrew asked me to tell you this story because when we got off the elevator the other day, and I said, see that gap? Yeah, yeah. That's where I threw my keys. And this was <laughs> when I was a lawyer, okay? So I'm a grown-ass man. And it was at a chemical building. And it was kind of an old, older building, and there was a pretty good gap there in the uh, in in the elevator. And I had, for some reason, multiple keys, like a pretty big key ring, it had some heft to it. And every day, I would just think, I want to throw my keys down that shaft so bad. And other people know, other people out there, they 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 got the oh, same sure, thing yeah. that I do. Yeah. And I did it. And then I had to go find the super, and make him take me down the Mm. elevator shaft and come up with some stupid excuse for how I dropped my keys. Mm -hmm. And then I did it again the next week. What the heck? And then he was like, okay, Mr. Glover, what's up? And I told him, I told him the truth and he thought I was insane. Yeah. He said, I'm in love with you. And the last time, the last time I told this story (laughs) on 97, one, probably 10 years ago, people started calling in saying, oh, my God, thank you for saying this. I have the same thing. I believe it. And we got stories. One guy, I remember, he was on a first date with a woman, and it had just had a big snow, and there were big snow drifts, and he threw his keys as far as he could into a snowdrift. And he came clean with his date, and she helped him find the keys, and they got married. Wow. Right? And, and the, then he threw the so wedding ring into the I see the moral of the story here is be clear about it. And then one woman, I remember was skiing, I think, at the Lake of the Ozarks. And she was a good skier, and she kept thinking, what if I just ran into a dock on purpose? What? And she did it. Ow! And it really jacked her I up. I was going to say, that's not going to go well. Yeah, I've recently discovered something. It's called ruminating thoughts, uh, something behavioral therapy, okay. cognitive behavioral therapy. So, yeah. And it is a whole thing. I bought two books on it over the weekend. I'm halfway through both of them. But it's a new diagnosed condition. Interesting. Remember how we talk about this all the time? How you have no thoughts. I have nothing but thoughts. You have no emotion. I have nothing but emotion. (laughs) 
And that is the condition. Is it people who have ruminating thoughts over and over and nonstop? And, right. and many of them are things like that. Like, what if I just threw that baby out of the, you know, out of the off the top of the building? And you don't, but you have crazy thoughts like that. That's and it's weird. a real condition. It's good. I, it, it, I'm glad that it's better understood. Me too. Right? Because, I mean, you're, you're probably thinking, what the hell's wrong with me? Oh, I'm God, a freak. Yeah. Complete. And then when you hear other people like, no, 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 that happens to me too. That's got to be at least helpful. It is. To understand that it's a thing and it's not just you. Yeah, we have mental illness all over my family. I, think I mean, we really do. Most families and, do. And uh, they just don't talk about do. it. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And yeah. I feel that, uh, you know, I'm not a big believer like you, but I feel that it maybe wasn't a coincidence that I got this microphone in front of me uh during the time that i did yeah so that i had a choice that okay you can hide all this stuff or you can just tell you can just tell these stories yeah and uh you know people can laugh about them i'm fine people laughing about them they're they're funny but there will be a certain number of people out there who will go thank god someone said that well humor's good therapy too man yeah i think that's probably why i developed that could be. When you're throwing your keys down yeah. elevator shafts, you have to have something going for you. Could be. I mean, mm-hmm. you've said all your life, even as a kid, humor was always a good yeah. disruptor for something. Got a stairway? I do. It's uh, it's not funny, but I'm curious to get your guys' take on this because, you know, we spend a lot of time with George Rosenthal and others. We talk about AI and all the dangers of, is it going to take over the world? And all that. I, I think we need to be focused a little bit, too, on some of the more simple dangers like even the AI tools that are available now are starting to cause damage. So there's a story this week, a high school kid in New Jersey used AI to create fake nude pictures of all the girls in his school. Hmm. Not all of them, but of a number of them. Um, So he used AI to do this. So, you know, when you think about the deep fakes, that was a tech for a long time that like your average high school kid just isn't going to have access to, but it's becoming more and more common now. So a high school kid did this. And was apparently passing the the fake pictures around via Snapchat. Well, you know, Snapchat, they don't last forever, right? Snapchat's up for like three, five seconds, and then it's gone. But you can screenshot it. You know, I don't know if you can save the pictures or not. I've never really done much with Snapchat. But I know you can screenshot anything that's on your screen on your phone. And one of, one of the girls and her mom are, are the ones kind of speaking out about this. They've gone on TV to talk about this. And she said, so the girl said something like, I don't think I should be sad, but I know I should be mad, right? I mean, these are teenage girls, high school age girls, I think freshmen, okay? So obviously 14, 15 years old, not very old. What's the punishment for this? How are we punishing the high school kid doing this? They're not real pictures, but they can also have the same kind of damaging effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know this is a big deal. Um, I've seen a couple of different news stories, a big deal with celebrities too, Right, a lot of people are doing this stuff apparently with famous people, just deep faking it or putting the you know using AI to create these things that are not real and putting them out there. How do you punish someone that does this? Because apparently, one, the one kid who has been punished got like a few days suspension and is back in school. I'm wondering if it's illegal. It is. It is. So in the story, because they're minors, mm-hmm. this is considered. A form of child pornography. So any sort of sexualizing of And it of a does minor. not have to be real. It oh. can be fake and still be illegal. Now, that I think that was in the state of New Jersey. I don't know if that's the same everywhere. How does that hit you just morally? Does that seem like the right thing? Uh, to me, I would feel like treating it like it's the real thing. Yeah. 
I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a daughter. Yeah, so I know. And I do, gonna... too. And I, maybe I'm biased in part because of that. But, I mean, I was a teenage boy. Right? It's not like I don't identify and don't understand teenage boys. I was one. And I'm not sure that that kid should, like, go to jail. That's a lot, right? But it's got to be more than a couple days suspension. And it's got to be something that's going to end up deterring other high school boys from doing this kind of thing. Because I do think the psychological effect it can have on those girls can be terrible. I mean, as as AI progresses, how are you going to be sure to be able to convince people they're not real? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If they look real, that's basically real because you can't now convince somebody that it's not. I think that punishment would be, I, I would almost treat it like it's like it was an actual photo taken. But again, I don't know. I, 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 cause it's not an actual photo. If instead of a, uh, a freshman boy doing it to a freshman girl, if it were a 30 year old man doing it to freshman girls. Oh my God. I'm sure they'd be prosecuted. So it's just mm-hmm. go to jail time. I would think, right. I'm, t- I'm yeah. asking you. I, I would say to me. Yes. Across the board. Yes. I mean, I'm. I can understand. What some, about a grown man doing it to a grown woman who's a a stranger or a coworker? I mean, same argument applies, doesn't it? I don't know. I mean, no. Because the same would, argument that I made still applies, right? Because if you can convince other people it's real, now we're putting the onus on the victim to convince everybody that it's not, if and I we, you won't be guess, able to necessarily tell. If I had to guess, it would be treated similarly to what they call revenge porn, mm-hmm. uh, and that is. Highly but, illegal. Yeah, very prosecutable now. As of a, a couple of years ago is when it, people finally started noticing it and cracking down on it. I mean, because what's the purpose? What's the purpose of doing that? If you're the person, if you're the person creating that, those fake nude pictures, you're ch- you're you're clearly trying to convince other people that it's real, or you're trying to embarrass the people on purpose or put something. I, whether, and I'm not sure embarrassment is even strong enough term. Like it's it's probably not. But that's kind of what I'm talking about in general when we speak about AI. Do you? This think- is where we need guardrails, and we need guardrails fast before this keeps growing. We had Trish on earlier in the show, and what I'm about to say is a real Trishism. Do you think that we are only constrained in our avarice by the technology of our generation yes yeah yeah i think if, zero question. i think if previous generations had access to some of the tools and yes. technology that we have now they w- it would have been just as bad i mean just look at the lengths that people went to in previous generations because they didn't have technology right i mean they you know you didn't have the internet so what did they do they had stag films and you'd have stag parties um, you'd have the peep shows like there was always something and the technology was not it didn't pop into existence. You know, the technology was developed because people were like, oh, I wish I had this. I wish I could do this. And then they developed the technology that allows them yeah. to do that. And isn't it crazy? Out. But, you know, the one I mean, of- I'm a guy. I get it. But isn't it crazy that we developed this amazing new technology? And one of the first things we do is like, what if we put fake boobs on her? Yeah. Like we're just—they well, always we're say such a strange animal. They yep. always say that's the internet would be nothing if it wasn't for the pornography industry. That's what made the internet. It's still, I think, the biggest thing on the internet, and it's like that's what really made the internet take off. They say the same thing about um, uh, uh, 
media technologies too, like whatever, whatever media, whatever streaming. Wow, the VCR tape. Yeah, streaming tapes, DVDs, Blu-rays, whatever technology kind the of pornography by industry. The pornography industry. Yeah, whatever they latch onto is what's going to end up being the most successful because that's what's going to make the most money. What do you guys? Okay, I'll save this for for the next. I have a, a follow up mm-hmm. story that I know you know. I want to get your thoughts on. Yeah, I just wanted to. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. But I, I want, the reason I wanted to bring all this up is we've been late policing things like internet bullying and all of that stuff. We gotta stop being late on this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's always a lag. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Not much time here, but something maybe we can talk about on the other side. A couple stories have popped up while we've been on the air. Uh, Evidently, there are a list of Mar-a-Lago employees, including a plumber and a few others, who are scheduled to testify against Donald Trump uh, in the Mar-a-Lago documents case, which Judge Cannon did give them a continuance, but not nearly what they were looking for. So it looks like that case should be tried next summer. Hmm. Um, But as Andrew was saying... uh, not great to put the people's names on CNN. Mm-hmm. Did they do the names or did they just do the jobs? They didn't do the names, but they did the jobs, that right? That seems and like you so, can narrow that down pretty quickly, yeah, right? Quick. It, they said, like, plumbers, chauffeur, like How many plumbers do you think they have? Yeah. They can't have that many woodworkers at Mar-a-Lago. Also, Joe Manchin uh, announced today that he is not going to seek re-election for his Senate seat. I can't. That guy's 77. He he looks good. Mm. Really good. Really good. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the only reason to do that, unless, I mean, he didn't say, like, I have cancer no. or I want to spend he time He said with he's going to stay in political life. He did say that. So he's going to run for president. Yeah. He's Why? running for president. Joe Manchin's going to run for president. Another delusional dude that thinks they have a chance. I think he has a much better chance than RFK. Have you seen RFK's numbers? No. Oh, my God. He, in the swing states, he's within striking distance of yeah. Trump and Biden. And with people under 45, he's beating them. And he's raised a bunch of money, too. Nuts. <sighs> it's going to get weird. Ernie has. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. 
See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 438 DGS. So some news coming up today. Uh, We're just talking about off the air. So Kevin and I are SAG-AFTRA members. Uh, KMOX is a union shop. So uh, on our personalities, uh, news people are SAG-AFTRA members. So I have cared about this strike uh, because it's my industry and my uh, fellow union members and my pension and the whole bit. But I don't know that too many other people did. No, I, I mean, cause it doesn't, I mean, other, we didn't get to the point yet where there Anyone was a, missed any movies. Yeah. Where there was a disruption. Mm-hmm. There were some delays in some of the bigger movies not getting done. Um, some TV shows that were supposed to be coming soon are going to be pushed back a little bit. But, you know, with so much out there, it's not like people feel it now the way that they would have. I just think this has been an interesting time, right? You had the SAG-AFTRA strike. You had the the uh, the Writers Guild strike. You had the United Auto Workers strike. And all of them actually found, wound up getting resolved reasonably quickly, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not like that. It wasn't super fast. And I'm sure if you were one of the people standing on a picket line, it felt a lot less quick. Um, but also positive resolutions for people in that are in the workplace. And, you know, when you think of SAG-AFTRA, you know, you're going to think of actors. It's George Clooney and Brad Pitt. This has nothing to do with any of them, right? Just like a lot of what happens with our part of the SAG-AFTRA. It doesn't really have a lot to do with you and I. No. Um, it's a lot more about new hires or people, reporters in the newsroom and things where, you know, we we negotiate separate deals usually. Um, but there are minimums there that are kind of a bare expectation, and that's what you're going to see with the Writers Guild and with the SAG-AFTRA union. And it's going to be the people that you don't think of that are now going to make more of a livable wage. And by the way, they also have protections with AI stuff. Because one of the proposals, even a, even a few days ago, mm-hmm. was they wanted to be able to record an actor and their likeness, pay them a one-time fee for working on a project, and then have the rights to use that likeness via AI even after they're dead without permission from the estate and without any further payment. Yeah. I and saw that's crazy. Fran Drescher, who's the the president of our union, I Which guess. Which is crazy, by the way. It just seems so weird. And she was talking about how it was so difficult because there are so many terms to this new contract that have just never even been imagined before. Right. Uh, our very own Captain Roger Brand is big in the union. He wants to chime in here. Roger, the floor is yours. Oh, great. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a member of the board. I'm, I'm on the board. I'm a member of the national board. There are 80 of us around the country, and I represent where our locals called the Missouri Valley. So I represent all of Missouri, a little bit of Nebraska, a little bit of Arkansas, a little bit of Kansas, a little bit of Illinois. 
So we're going to be uh, going over this contract tomorrow and then voting on it. And then if we, you know, vote to approve it, which I'm assuming we will, it'll go out to a, a vote of the, of the members, you know, to get approved. But, you know, the one thing, you know, Kevin's right. If AI is the big deal, the streaming, you know, the, the, the transition from, you know, cable and, and, and live broadcast television to, to, you know, all these different streaming platforms has been rapid. And, you know, we've got to keep up with that. So that was the that was another big thing. But I don't, I don't know if a lot of people realize, you know, a lot, there's a lot of people in this union. There's 160,000 members. Right. Eighty two percent of the members the, the, to get to qualify for health insurance in our union, you have to earn twenty six thousand and a few dollars a year. I can't remember what the exact figure is, but 82 percent of our members don't even earn that much money. Damn. That's out of one hundred and sixty thousand people. There's so there's people, you know, so. You know, it, well, as I thought about this, as, as the strike was going along, I thought, you know, the, the, the studios have a lot more to use, lose than the, the actors. Of course, the actors are losing a livelihood, but you can't, if you're making less, if, it, you know, you're one of those 82%, so that's, you know, well over 100,000 of our members. If you're making that kind of money, you've got another job. You can't, you can't right. live on that. So, you know, yeah, you're, you're taking a hit in the wallet, but you're not like, like uh, – a carpenter or somebody else where that's all they that's their livelihood that's all mm -hmm. they do and and they're completely you know there's nothing coming in i mean so you know these people had to find maybe some other part-time jobs to supplement you know what they were doing to, to, to be able to keep you know the income but you know i think the studios are more in dire straits because like you said they're, they're at the point we got a notice you know just before these last round of negotiations the last week the studios you know told us you know if we don't get this settled like in the next 10 days we're gonna have to start canceling stuff next year so their backs were up against the wall so uh you know it, i'm 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 you know i'm pretty excited about what we're gonna hear tomorrow i'm sure i'm sure it'll it'll pass but uh it's 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 finally you know it, it's something that really a lot of our our members really need good i'm glad to hear that I, I mean i had no idea until i started seeing on tiktok people posting their residual checks for a dollar fifty and things yeah. like that yeah yeah Right. I mean, it's crazy that you get it's. I mean, you hear the phrase getting nickel and dime to death. I mean, that's that's what it's like for a lot of these a lot of these folks. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thanks for representing us, Roger. We appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, no, I really mean that. I mean, I, yeah, I grew up, my dad, every meal I ate was a union meal. I, my dad was a union carpenter. And, uh, you know, you can differ on the politics or the, the what unions mean today as opposed to in the, the 30s or something. But. Yeah, I'm I'm a union guy. And it's it's not to say, you know, because the problem becomes the argument often becomes unions good or bad, which is not nothing is like that. There are unions that do bad things. There are bad parts of unions, you know. There there are but they're but they're invaluable for things like this, for looking out for the little guy. Yeah. Right? For looking out at the new employee, for looking out at somebody that's at the lower end. Yeah. And if not for the unions doing that, who does it? Um I have a story coming up next is going to make it crazy. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's about what something that happened last night in the debates. It's going a different way than what you think it is. 451 DGS. So if you watched the debates last night, like I, like I did, you'll remember this moment. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Your adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is actually to say that we're just going to ban one app. So uh, I walked away thinking that Ramaswamy was the bad guy. But evidently, people are really upset with Nikki Haley for saying that he's scum. 
saying that that's not presidential, that is a pejorative that you don't use about people, uh, and that it, it a lot of people are really knocking her and questioning her. Not so much like Ramaswamy's a great guy, although I'm sure he has his supporters out there who I'm sure kind of like him, kind of cuckoo. Uh, but yeah, she's taken some incoming about it. Have they paid attention to presidential politics for the last eight years? How is that considered a big deal considering all the things that have been said? Yeah, I think it's unpresidential, but I also think a lot of things, like Wheels is saying, a lot of things that have been said in the past, I mean, pretty much any debate that Trump's ever been a part of has been extremely unpresidential. Um, But also, that being said, I do think that Ramaswamy is scum, so (laughs) I don't disagree with her. As I'm listening to that, too, the whole thing I'm thinking, it's like they're all not none of them feel like real people. Mm. They all feel like caricatures like she can't even say, keep my child's name out of your mouth. She's like, keep my daughter's name out of your voice. Yeah. Your vo- what do you people don't talk like these people do. Yeah. They it's just true. don't. It's true. Why are we? Why do we have aliens running for president? Well, if you think people are mad at Nikki Haley, people are incensed with Joe Manchin. Uh, I can't believe that cat is seventy-seven years old. I, he, I need to get his oil of Olay. Yeah, that's, um, what we're, that's what we're mad at him about. Yeah. <laughs> so he just announced about an hour ago that he will not be seeking re-election in the Senate, uh, which has the Democrats really angry because now they could flip that state. It's a pretty red state. Uh, you know, Joe Manchin's always been uh, quite conservative and always the guy who's like holding up stuff in the Senate. He and uh, cinema. And uh, I, I mean, I would bet half of what I have in the bank that he runs for president. <laughs> This kind of stuff is what I don't like about politics. So you're mad at the guy for doing something that he wants to do. Put somebody in there that can win. Find a way to win that state. This is something that I hate about the way the two parties operate. And that is we're always trying to shoehorn somebody like we got to make sure that everything's a fit. No, you need to fit to the voters. You need to appeal to the people that you need to choose, not just be like, no, you have to stay because you keep getting it. You know, we how many times have we seen this even? I mean, this has gone both ways where you're like expecting the people to adapt to your candidate rather than the other way around. I mean, if he wants to stop doing this, what? OK, that's what he, he's allowed to do that. If a Supreme Court justice wants to retire, they're allowed to do that. Like it's on the parties themselves to put up candidates that can get the job. What, what's your gut? Who does he, if he does run, who does he hurt worse? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. I think kind of both equally. Might, I say it might be right down the middle. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.